It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. I've been saying for a while that the uh, the D.C. swamp needs to be drained, paved over, and started over again. I believe that now more than ever, particularly one of the most vaunted branches of the government, which was the FBI. The FBI is the movie uh, Enemy of the State. It, it really is. And, and I like to use a lot of uh, movie analogies because, A, I love movies, and, B, you know, I love movies. And uh, so I use a lot of them because... There are a lot of things that are going on in the country that kind of reflect some of the things that we've seen, some of our wildest fears with regard to uh, what we've seen in cinema uh, and some of the fun stuff, too. You know, um, for instance, if you, if you look at, OK, say a Demolition Man, I look at the movie Demolition Man, which came out in the early 90s. It's a Wesley Snipes movie. Dennis Leary, Sandra Bullock. It's a uh, Sylvester Stallone. Great, great, great fun movie. And it really kind of gives us a snapshot into life in 2022 or where the government would like to take us. And it's quite dystopian, even though it appears to be quite happy. One of the themes about the movie is getting rid of the Second Amendment and punishing free speech and uh, punishing any thought that is outside of the realm of the uh, the, the governing body. In this case, in the, in the movie, it's a world governance, but in the United States of America, we literally have a disinformation board that appears to be going forward, and despite efforts yesterday to defund it, Democrats said, that's cool. Democrats said, that's okay. As long as your speech is, uh, is quelched or squelched, then that's perfectly fine. As long as you little inner city people have your abortions, then I'll be perfectly fine. As long as you little people live in those little houses and drive really awful little electric cars, I can ride and live in my big mansion and I can fly on a private jet and I can ride in a motorcade. Uh, so you're going to get a lot of that in that movie. You've also got the, oh yes, the uh, germ- germophobic kind of aspect of it with regard to uh, physical contact that we saw reflected in the coronavirus BS, like a six feet of, uh, of safe space between you and another person. Uh, you know, all of that was reflected in the movie. All of it, we kind of looked at and we looked and we thought this was just kind of funny that this movie happened. And now we go, oh my God, wow, that's really close to where we are right now. And, and some other things, you know, I was just thinking about this. Remember the was it the second Star Wars movie where Scotty was there was one where it was a it was a politically correct one where we went back and they got whales to save the world you know and you got uh, James Doohan who played Scotty there'll be whales here you know that kind of and, but there's this one point where he he looks at a computer because he wants to be able to share the chemical makeup of a thing called um, uh, transparent aluminum. Uh, yeah, I'm getting way deep on this and showing what a life I don't have. But anyway, he looks at this computer and goes, computer. And the computer just sits there. And, uh, you know, the guy who's uh, from the, the 1980s at the time looks at him, why are, you, why are you talking to the computer? And he expects the computer to talk back to him because he's from the future. Well, guess what? We're already there. If I say the word A-L-E-X-A, there are, if I say that name, there are one, two, uh, three, four, five, five of those units named A-L-E-X-A that are listening to me. Let me tell you something, and this is creepy, and we may have to get rid of A-L-E-X-A, provided she won't murder us in our sleep. My wife the other night says to me, she says, you know, you should be careful. They listen to you on Alexa. Oh, God, she woke up. I'm not kidding. Right across from me right now, if you could see it, the little blue circle at the top went, like, 
I'm listening. I can have you killed. It's kind of weird that way. But that was kind of, again, a reflection of a movie of the past, and now we're seeing the same thing. Uh, there's another movie that was wonderful. It was, uh, it was Total Recall, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the original. The remake was terrible. And he gets up in the morning to go start working out, and he, and he clicks a button, and all of a sudden on the window it, or on the, on the wall is a giant television screen that becomes uh, traffic and weather and what's going on in the world and the news and a big outdoor scene looking outside. And like behind me right now, I've got a 75-inch big screen television. I can do the same. It's nuts how things have changed. But uh, like some other movies, like Enemy of the State, uh, that's one of them that we are beginning to really, really uh, become the the movie Enemy of the State with regard to surveilling people and not only controlling uh, thought and what you're exposed to, but also your speech. It's very, very frightening. And I would venture to say, and I have been saying this for a number of years, that the founders of this country that their grievances against the British monarchy paled by comparison to the crap that's going on in Washington, D.C. We have got a, uh, a bourgeois. We've got a proletariat. We are the proletariat. They are the bourgeois. They are the ruling class. We are the underclass. They live to enrich themselves and move to Washington, D.C. to spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours. They are the chair women and men on the $5 trillion company board that decides where money should go, including $40 billion for Ukraine. Altogether, $55 billion for Ukraine, which approaches the annual military budget of Russia from us. While you're scrambling and wondering how the hell you're going to buy eggs or chicken or be able to fill your car with gas, $40 billion is going to a postage stamp-sized country, which just happens to be uh, right next door to Russia. And we're supposed to be cool. Just, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's perfectly cool. And then last year or two years ago, uh, the government suddenly out of nowhere decided that they would overreact to a virus created in China. They'd tell you that you couldn't have an opinion on where the virus came from in China. You couldn't say, hey, you know, these uh, the Chinese who've been weaponizing viruses and have a lab in Wuhan that's made for that. It's made for gain-of-function research to bring animal viruses to human and make them deadly infectious. And it just so happens that a virus that came from animals and went to humans uh, came from the same town where the freaking lab is. But you can't have that opinion. Because somehow in all of this, you were told you couldn't have an opinion. You were told just in the last two years that your opinion, your opinion, something that is protected by the Constitution of the United States, the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, an opinion is a thought. Uh, occasionally it is written about and occasionally it is verbalized. And either way, the government decided that your opinion was misinformation or disinformation. And then, to make it even worse, the government decided to sick the FBI on you for having an opinion. The FBI decided immediately after the election that they would go after people or raise flags about people who thought that the 2020 election was stolen. That opinion was verboten. It was forbidden. Before that, the Hunter Biden laptop. We all knew it was a Hunter Biden laptop. Dear God in heaven, where else are they going to get pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack and banging prostitutes? I don't know, maybe it comes from a, a, a laptop. 
The FBI got a copy of the laptop. Oh, it disappeared. Asked for another copy of the laptop. Disappeared. Kind of crazy that way. But you were told you couldn't have an opinion on it. Then it was proven right. You were told that Russia collusion was happening between Donald Trump and Russia. There was no compelling reason to believe that Donald Trump, uh, that the Russians wanted Donald Trump to be the president. It would have been a gigantic mistake, and it was, by the way. But you were told you can't have that opinion. And now you can't have an opinion. If your kid uh, goes to school and comes home, maybe you've got a white kid. And your white kid says, hey, you know what? I didn't realize I was white privileged and I hated black people. And, uh, and... Uh, black people should hate me. And then you got the, if you got a black kid, the black kid comes home and goes, yeah, you know what? I can't do anything in life because of white privilege. I'll never be able to do it. It's institutionalized and I should hate white kids. And somewhere in all of this, the FBI and the Attorney General of the United States colluded. The Attorney General of the United States gave marching orders to the FBI to go after those parents. And now we have word from an FBI informant that actually happened, even though the Attorney General said in front of Congress that they would never do it. So what movie are we in right now? (laughs) What, What movie are we in? What sort of apocalyptic movie are we in right now? Because we are living enemy of the state, we are living a demolition man, we are living technologically a uh, total recall. What the hell else? <laughs> you know, what the hell else? But again, I will tell you, I believe that the founding fathers had nothing on what we do right now with regard to the abject corruption of government and the need to turn it over. And I'm not talking about a violent overthrow, so knock that crap off right now. But there does have to be a serious change in Washington, D.C., and people need to go to jail. Okay? The people who who did the silencing, the people who did the stealing, the people who did the murdering in the Capitol, the ones who are guarding and keeping January 6th protesters in jail, keeping them without water and toiletries when they want to punish them, keeping them from worship, uh, keeping them awake at night, uh, punishing them by taking away food and other things as well, and not giving them a court date and not giving them bail. How about that? I want every one of those bastards frog-marched out of the Bastille, and I want them marched in front of a court, and I want them prosecuted and jailed and stuck in the same damn prison. Yeah, that's the other movie we were living, Les Mis. Except for without the musical theater, which I really just uh, can't handle. Can't handle. Not that it gets musical theater, but that musical, I just wanted, uh, I just wanted uh, the, the Russell Crowe's character to die. The whole movie, I'm like, just let it jump off a bridge. Something let it happen. But, you know, we're living in a tale of two cities, which is related to that. So coming up, uh, the President of the United States yesterday, not only are we ultra-MAGA, but we have a MAGA king. Did you know that we have a MAGA king? (laughs) We have the MAGA, the MAGA king, ladies and gentlemen. New Disney movie, the MAGA king. We're going to share that, and then also we'll get into this uh, FBI surveillance of CRT parents. It's real, and the FBI is as corrupt as any agency has ever been in our history. Before we go further, I think I should uh, remind you once again that I believe, what, a year or so ago, I said that uh, this presidency was looking very much like a presidency of the past. When I was a kid, don't remember much about it, I remember Star Wars and 20% interest rates during the Carter administration. Welcome back. 
to Jimmy Carter 2.0. There was Happy Day. Happy Days. Welcome back. He's the same bad press, but his name is Joe. Good times. I love good times. Well, the names have all changed since Jim was around. Jefferson's. But the swamp that remains can't be turned around. Joe's killing off the nation. Killing off the nation. Hello to stagflation. Hello to stagflation. Yeah, we tease him a lot. Cause brain cells he ain't got. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It cost an arm to fill your car and the leg. Welcome back. Your paycheck's the same and it don't go far. Joe did that. Joe pulled all the troops from Afghanistan. Everything is screwed up, I guess that's his plan. Yeah. He's an Obama puppet. Obama puppet. Let's go tell him to stuff it. Tell him to stuff it. The worst in history, that's why we chant FJB. Welcome back. FJB, FJB, FJB. You got the vaccination? You, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no, I, I, I really mean that. That is fantastic. Well, uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, uh, prices charged by U.S. businesses, which I guess would be the retail thing, you know, uh, prices charged by U.S. businesses up 11% in April compared to uh, a year ago. So it's eleven percent. Ten point seven. It's ten point seven now. I believe the is it the New York Times. They're reporting that uh, inflation is stalled. <laughs> it's still eleven percent, but it's stalled at eleven percent. So there, there you go. It hasn't gone up. I guess the uh, report for March was revised up to show a one point six percent gain from February, and February report was revised to blah 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 blah. There you go. You know it sucks. Hey, I go to the grocery store. I'm like, what the hell. And, and there are some things on the uh, the grocery list we don't buy anymore. And you know what the left will say if you say, well, you know, I can't have steak anymore. They'll say, you know, steak's bad for you anyway. You don't need steak. Steak, honestly, the cows, when they fart, it destroys the planet. So you really shouldn't eat steak because, you know. Wouldn't it be nice to afford it? <laughs> uh, the San Francisco Chronicle also detailing how unaffordable cities are uh, in, around the country. And there are only a few cities that... That things are relatively, relatively affordable to live in. The most affordable, uh, based on medium, multiple, or, or uh, uh, you know, uh, price-to-income ratio home ownership is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, number one. Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a beautiful city. Just like, just like Cincinnati, but steeper. It is. Uh, and they have Primanti Brothers, which is a gift from God. Oklahoma City, number two. Uh, Rochester, New York, dear God in heaven, no. St. Louis, uh, Missouri, number four, live there, dear God in heaven, no. Cincinnati's number six, lovely town. Kansas City, where I live now, is number eight. And then uh, rounds out the top 20 of Indianapolis, Minneapolis, too cold, too cold. And the latest here is, you know, people in America can't get baby formula. Baby formula is not being found on, on store shelf. Baby formula. Pete Buttigieg is the transportation secretary, although I do believe he's transphobic because he's not talking at all about transportation, and transportation is kind of a big deal since he's the transportation secretary, but he's nowhere to be found. No one is anywhere to be found as food pantry shelves and grocery store shelves are empty, and as there is in our country 
a baby formula shortage, and the FDA has shut down the largest baby formula manufacturing plant in the country for no good reason. I'll explain that. But here's Kat Kemick who is a firebrand Republican, and uh, she has been getting some information from her constituents because, see, we have this thing called the First Amendment. You can find out stuff. And people can whistleblow, and news stories can be leaked. And here is uh, Kat Kamek talking about where all the formula's going. Absolutely have to share with you right now is the craziness of the empty shelves Biden movement and the fact that they are sending pallets, pallets of baby formula to the border. Meanwhile, in our own district, at home, we cannot find baby formula. This is a picture from a Target. All you got to do, ladies, is go south of the border. You can leave your car there or however you got there. And then cross the Rio Grande. Just cross it right across there, coming right across the country. Baby formula galore. We literally are struggling to find baby formula around the country. Moms are struggling going from store to store to store. Yeah, you know, and you know what else? The, the, another indignity to the Biden administration has done to us is that uh, those uh, illegals come right across the border, don't need to be tested for COVID, don't need to be vaccinated against COVID, and yet thousands of people in the military lost their jobs and livelihood because they would not take the jab. Isn't that weird? Isn't that just kind of silly? No, no, it's not silly at all. It's absolutely evil, and uh, I think we're all kind of sick and tired of it. Wouldn't you say... COVID broke the economy, now a recession may be coming. A Federal Reserve survey broke some bad news. Dating back to the 50s, whenever inflation and employment have hit today's levels, history suggests a recession may be near. Remember what the last recession did to your retirement? Well, I do. My friends at Lear Capital shared how investing in physical gold and precious metals can be a brilliant strategy against what's coming. Smart investors are buying gold and precious metals now for two reasons. One, gold can be a great hedge during a recession. Two, the closer a recession gets, the more your gold could be worth. Don't let your retirement take a hit like 08. Talk with my team at Lear Capital about owning precious metals for your savings and retirement accounts. One thing you'll love, Lear has a 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. These guys are completely committed to your satisfaction. Right now, you'll receive up to $10,000 in free bonus coins based on the value of gold coins you purchase. Visit LearCarson.com. That's LearCarson.com. Yesterday, we were called the Ultra MAGA, right? Uh, Jen Psaki yesterday or earlier Thank this you. week. Um, yeah. The, she started calling us the Ultra MAGAs. The president and you have talked about the MAGA crowd or the Ultra, Ultra MAGA. Ultra MAGA. Um, how does that jive with his desire? They were going to do the new improved MAGA, but they decided on the Ultra MAGA. They're kind of going with uh, the, 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 the uh, labels they come up when your uh, laundry detergent isn't selling. They'll just put Ultra on it. Be the bipartisan guy. Well, the president. But see, we're buying it. Views, you can do both. He believes that there is work we can continue to do together. We're we're actively advocating for. He was out traveling in uh, just last Friday. Yeah, you're high. Uh, let me see what else. Oh yeah, here here is uh, Biden's uh, talking about his economic plan and bringing up the ultra magas here. This is just a couple days ago. Look, the bottom line is this: Americans have a choice right now between two paths. Between a president who has a brain that works. And me. Reflecting two very different sets of values. Uh, you know, embezzling money from China and Russia, allegedly, or having a president who cares about the people. My plan attacks inflation and grows the economy. And any day they're expecting to kick it in instead of where we're going now. 
by lowering costs for working families. Hasn't happened. Giving workers well-deserved raises. Hasn't happened. Reducing the deficit by historic levels. Mm, sure. Making big corporations and the very wealthiest Americans pay their fair share. They do. They have employees. The other path yeah. mm-hmm. is the ultra-mega. 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 Super-duper-mega. You know what? They ought to have... Uh, like at the Civic Auditorium this weekend. Sunday, 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 it's the Ultra Mega takes on. You know, that's kind of cool. Now he's calling us what? Uh, he's saying that we have the great MAGA king yesterday. He was speaking to a bunch of uh, uh, union uh, electricians, I guess. And here's what he said about us. The deficit in Republican colleagues say these programs to help the working class and middle class people. That's They say that's why we have inflation. They're yeah. dead wrong. Under my predecessor, the great MAGA king, Oh, the ultra MAGA king. We, we have the great MAGA king. My predecessor, the great MAGA king. Remember when he got inaugurated and we brought all the gifts, uh, you know, and we followed the star to the uh, to the White House when Donald Trump was a president because we wanted to anoint the great MAGA king? Remember that? Yeah, because, you know, no, it actually didn't happen. Uh, here is the president of the United States again talking to the uh, Chicago Electrical uh, Union workers. He got did kind of that grumpy... Kind of like just suddenly yell out of nowhere kind of thing that old people do when they're uh, mentally kind of eh, eh, eh. I remember that that happened to my Aunt Blanche when she lived with us for about uh, about a year. Started to kind of lose it, you know. Pass the potatoes down, Blanche! You know, I'm like, okay, give Aunt Blanche the potatoes. Just don't give her the car keys. Here is uh, President of the United States talking about in the, uh, the Trump administration, there was a time that people had to go get food. I think it was right after they shut all the grocery stores and everything down, or briefly, whatever, and people were terrified, and some people needed food because uh, the government closed down their businesses. Remember that? The government, like uh, state COVID dictators and municipal COVID dictators, closed down businesses so people couldn't make a living, so they were so bloody deference, uh, desperate while waiting for Nancy Pelosi to finally get a uh, stimulus relief package through Congress after Joe Biden had stolen the election. Remember that? Well, here's Joe Biden talking about the people having to stand in line, pass potatoes, just to get a box of food in their trunk. How quickly we forget people were hurting. And what did the MAGA crowd want to do? The MAGA crowd under their MAGA king. Forget it. Forget it. God, this is the... All hail the MAGA king. Did I say that out loud? United States of America. The idea that people would have to wait in line an hour, hour and a half to get a box of food in their trunk. Um, yeah, have you uh, stood in line to get a driver's license lately there, uh, Pookie? And not exactly the best customer service. And, and literally at the DMV where I go, out the door, there's a line, uh, you know, 100 people deep at 9 in the morning. So, also I can drive. Thank you. But, you know, the President of the United States, a super creepy Uncle Joe, he said the other day that uh, he can smell your frustration and your four-year-old daughter. Frustrated. Her hair, if you're standing there. Taste it. Frustrated by high... I don't care if you can taste my frustration. I, I don't care that you can taste my frustration. Here's what you can do while you're tasting my frustration. You can kiss my butt. How about that? How about how about there? Here you go. While you're trying to taste my frustration, how about you kiss my butt? I think that would be good. Uh, oh, yeah. And by the way, the last year of inflation has made it uh, much more expensive to raise uh, kids or pets in the United States. Pretty soon, you know, pet food will actually mean something completely different. Right now, pet food is something you feed your pet. 
maybe down the road uh, you'll look at your pet and they'll just turn into a giant chicken leg. It'll be like, oh, Scruffy, oh, we turned into a chicken leg. Oh, he's back to being a dog again. And then like the cartoons used to do that. Baby food is up 13%. Formula, like 5,000% if you can find it. Uh, infant and toddler clothes, 9% breakfast cereal, which I just never eat at breakfast. I eat it later. Uh, 11% chicken, 18%. Milk, 16%. Pet food prices, 7.2%. Veterinary services, 10%. Pet services, 5.9%. So you got the veterinary services costing 10% more. The food prices, pet food prices. Well, your pet might just end up being food. Who the hell knows? We've got Supreme Court uh, protests right now as well. Literally, we have a, uh, and, and where's the headlines on this? Justice Samuel Alito, who allegedly wrote a, uh, an opinion basically rescinding Roe v. Wade, a terribly written ruling from 1973 that allowed abortion to happen in all of the states. And 63 million babies died because of it. And uh, because it's being rescinded, it goes back to the states, and the states will decide whether you can pay for an abortion or not, or not get an abortion in that state. And so bad news for all the congressmen who have to pay for abortions for their interns that they accidentally knocked out. Did I say that out loud? They're going to have to pay air for an accommodations in another state. Oh, my God, it sucks to be you. It really does. 75% of us oppose protests at the private homes of uh, Supreme Court justices. Do you know why? Because it's intimidation and it's illegal. Yeah. It's intimidation and it's illegal. Governor Glenn Youngkin of uh, Virginia, who was elected because of all the crap that they're doing in Washington, D.C., like teaching your kids CRT, asked the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors to order the local police department to establish an expanded security perimeter around the homes of three U.S. Supreme Court justices who call the county home in a letter obtained by Breitbart News. I am writing to specifically request that the Fairfax County Police Department establish an expanded security perimeter around the homes of the three current Supreme Court justices who arri- uh, reside in Fairfax County. You know, they really wanted a, uh, a police presence at a home in Fairfax County. What they would do is say that the justices have kids in schools and they don't like CRT. Then uh, A.G. Garland would send the police to those homes immediately. I think it would work great. This request is based on the credible and specific information received about upcoming activities planned at or involving the homes of the justices in Fairfax County. It's kind of like, you know, what they've uh, received about um, attacks in American cities or uh, violent uh, riots in American cities, but they didn't do anything about it. We believe for the safety of the justice and their families, their neighbors, and the law enforcement heroes dedicated to preserving peace and an order order in our communities that an expanded security perimeter should be established, establishing a perimeter, blah, 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 blah. And what happens if... One of our justices uh, gets killed or his or her home gets burned down. I don't imagine the left will step forward and say anything about it. I really don't. And uh, A.G. Merrick Garland is refusing to enforce laws that protect the Supreme Court, by the way. Yeah. Not doing a darn thing. Not doing anything to protect the Supreme Court justices because he's not on the side of the American people. He's not on the side of freedom-loving individuals. He is a party apparatchik, and he is a tool 
meant to, he's a tool of the state, meant to take down dissent. That's what the FBI is all about right now. Uh, Roe v. Wade looks like it's going bye-bye. The left is going bat crap crazy. 63 million babies have died. I have a personal connection because I'm adopted and I found out I was the product of a sexual assault. So, yeah, it's a little important to me. little important to me. My mother was a woman. She was a powerful human being. She was powerful because of who she was. She is the most respected person in my life because of who she was, not because of her gender identity. I never thought twice about it. I never said, oh, yeah, my mother, well, she's a woman, so she can't do this and she can't do that. I just looked at her as this unbelievable human being. I, I, I wish you could have met her because she was extraordinary. And a lot of times we, we look at our lives and, and we look at those who've come before us and we only think about a lot of the times, I should say popular culture-wise, we look at the historians, we look at the figures who were made into uh, statues. But her impact on the world was maybe smaller than a politician, but it's the most extraordinary person I ever met. Blame her for me, by the way, just in case you were wondering. But I never thought about her gender. I never thought that she's my mom. So moms can't really say anything because dad is the guy you should listen to because he's a guy. No, I never did. I never did. I'm married to a glorious and powerful, awesome woman. I don't have any, you know, I like to be a masculine man. I like to build stuff. I like to open peanut butter jars that can't get open. You know, I like to do that. You know, it's, it's, it's some, some of the, you know, I like to be the dad. I like to do the, the uh, Father Brady talks with the kids and all that stuff. But I don't think less of my wife. I, she, we're equals on this, man. We are equals on this. So I don't, uh, I don't think in a sexist fashion. And, and I, don't, I don't want to take away from anything that women have ever accomplished because uh, we're, we're in this together, you know. We're in this together, but, but I'll tell you that a lot of women have really been played. Really, really been played. You think about it, what do men want more than anything when they're younger? Starts about age 14. Goes until, I don't know, let's see, what's Bill Clinton? He's 60, 70, 20. But, you know, you, you, there's that urge, the, the primal urge. You know, and it's, that's what you want. That's why you, you want a great job. That's one of the reasons why you want to be successful because you can attract women. That's why you want to have a this and that, and you want to prove yourself. And what, it's, it's all about, what, you know, that. And, uh, and, and so women, you know, had traditional roles, had a great deal of power. I, I think, of course, women should have equal roles in everything. Of course, the right to vote. Of course, everything. Everything should be equal. But at the same time, we've been able to usher in these things that have made women just guys are like, oh, my God, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Are you saying that the feminist movement means that women will want to just have sex with us and leave and, and do it without any strings attached? Holy hell. All right. Uh, keep doing that. Let's go to the protests with the women and let's go ahead and hold up the signs and say, uh, you know, whatever. When actually all we really want is a little piece of meta meta without a wedding ring. And then there's things like, oh, the, some, some designer comes up with a miniskirt. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You come up with a, a, a piece of clothing that is really, really short. I mean, like right up there. And women are going to buy it? Oh, frickin' A. Fantastic. All right. What about the bikini? If you go into a Victoria's Secret and uh, you accidentally open a changing room and a woman's standing there in her bra and her underwear, they'll go, oh, my God, oh, my God, get out of here, oh, my God. And then they'll go to the beach wearing the same bra and underwear. 
And and women just, okay, cool, let's do it, let's do it. And the guys were like, yes, yes. And then came abortion, and then came the ability to say, you know, I don't want to take responsibility. I'm not saying it's all the men's decision, but the men have played a part in it. And then there have been many men, and I, and I speak from experience, the, the reason why the women that I've known in my life, who and nobody I mentioned right now, but there are women in my life who've had abortions, and one of the reasons they had the abortion was because they were kind of pushed into it by the other person because the other person said, I don't want to have anything to do with this. This is your problem. I'll pay for the abortion. And there are a lot of men who are like, Oh man, we've got to we have got to ingrain this as some sort of a right that women have to have and if it's taken away it's the worst thing in the history of mankind. The fact that having a baby and gestating a baby and giving birth to a glorious baby the most wonderful thing you could possibly experience in your entire life and I was right there in the front row twice. That's not the thing of beauty. The thing of beauty is being able to kill that baby at any time. Being able to get rid of the the uh, the expense, getting rid of uh, the responsibility of raising that child, and, and and you know all the all the fun of your life, kind of you 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 think it's all going away. You're thinking, oh my god, I won't be able to go out, and oh my god, I won't be able to have this, and I won't be able to have that, and I've got to find babysitters, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that. But no, you know what? All that stuff is glorious. It's wonderful. Oh my god, it's fantastic. But people like Representative uh, Katie Porter, she says that uh, you know abortion is a good thing. It's a it's a good thing because you know uh, you don't have to worry about feeding those kids when they uh, when they're born. Uh, President Biden has said that inflation is the number one priority for the Biden White House to try to get under control right now. Uh, as you're out there in California talking to constituents uh, during this re-election year for Congress, uh, how, how does inflation compare to this newly? Uh, important in the sense of the Supreme Court decision pending. Uh, God, get through your question. Abortion issue. How do those two issues compare? Well, I don't think they... She's going to make the uh, evil evil leap of logic now. Compare. I think they actually reinforce each other. So the fact that things like inflation can happen and it be- can become more expensive to feed your kids and to fuel your car um, is exactly why people need to be able to be in charge of how many mouths they're going to have. <laughs> what? How much is chicken, honey? What? It's $3.89. Okay, you're getting an abortion. Feed. So I think the fact that we're seeing this job. Let's go right now. Milk is what? It's about $4. Okay, we're getting an abortion. But expenses. Um, that we're seeing people having to pay more in the grocery store, pay more at the pump, pay more for housing. I'm going to fill the car up, honey. Uh, you know, Actually, I'll just put $20 in because it's so expensive. But we're still going to get that abortion. Is a reason that people are saying, I need to be able to make my own decisions about when and if to start a family. So I don't think we're going to see them. I don't think it's like about comparing them. or. Com- yeah, you know, the amazing thing that you can do if you're not ready to start a family is use birth control. <sighs> yes, I'm Catholic and I say birth control. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I know. Crazy. Crazy. And then uh, yesterday they they tried to codify the uh, the right to choose because they can't call it abortion nationally, and which would basically make it even worse than Roe v. Wade, which would mean that a baby can be aborted up to birth around the country. Now, yesterday we had Naomi Wolf on, and she said in the other parts of the world, in other civilized countries, uh, this is not as big a deal as here in our country because over there you can't get an abortion after the uh, first trimester. But we, for some reason, in a country where we're the most free of any people on the face of the world, have decided to make the ability to kill an infant at any time into some sort of a 
right, and it's really not. It's really not. We got to have uh, where are we? Hold on a second. We got to get uh, uh, Kamala Harris came out after yesterday. I'm gonna I'm gonna play our Kamala Harris uh, space idiocy theme song because uh, this is how we set it up. Ground control to make not a smart woman. Space is exciting. It spurs our imaginations, and it forces us to ask big questions. Yes. Space, it affects us all. Yes, it does. And it connects us all. No, because space is what separates us, actually. I think everyone here recognizes how extraordinary space is. Yes. Whether it is satellites that orbit the Earth. Or the space between our ears. That land on the moon. Yes. Or telescopes yes. that peer into the furthest reaches of the universe. At the starry thing. Space is exciting. Yes. It spurs our imagination. Nation, nation, nation. This is ground control to major tongue. <laughs> you really made the grave. <laughs> Spectacular. I laugh every time I hear that. I hope you do, too. Here is uh, Kamala Harris. Have you noticed she's been nowhere the last, like, 10 days? And she shows up yesterday because she had to preside over the vote and break the bad news that uh, abortion goes to the states. I just uh, presided over the Women's Health Protective Act vote. And sadly, the Senate failed to stand in defense of a woman's right to make decisions about her own body. And let's- Not just about abortion. That's, it's just about the abortion, and that involves another body. To be clear, the yeah, majority of that. the American people believe in defending a woman's right, her choice, to decide what happens to her own body. Yes, and it should be given to the states. And this vote yes. clearly suggests mm-hmm. that the Senate is not where the majority of Americans are on this issue. It also makes clear that a... Pro- it's not about popularity of an issue. It's about a piece of jurisprudence that was shown to be uh, faulty. Priority for all who care about this issue. The priority should be to elect pro-choice leaders at the local, the state, and the federal level. Because what we are seeing around this country are... I really hate to tell you, Democrats, but this is not going to win the election in November. As much as you'd like to think that Roe v. Wade is the deal... Uh, no, no, actually, it's filling your car with gas, paying your bills, and having a job. Uh, unlike the, what is this, the caucus? is a the group of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, female legislators. I think they're calling the Kill Baby Caucus. Uh, here they are chanting yesterday. Unless you try to say, I'm not taking a vaccine. Boy, they love their chance, don't they? They love to just say it all in a bumper sticker. You know, the next time I'm sitting next to my wife on the couch, and we've been kind of sitting there, and uh, you know what guys do? They'll burp, or you know, there that you know. Maybe if my wife says, "Knock it off," I'll say, "My body, my choice." That's when she'd tell me to leave the room. All right, so... (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.